Back in high school I'd usually be up all hours of the night playing games. I had a large dog at the time that would sleep in my room at night. It was 2 a.m. and I was finally headed to bed but my dog wasn't with me so I ventured out to find him. I made my way across the house to the kitchen slash dining room combo. I'm standing in the only door frame that leads to that side of the house. We had an island in the kitchen with a stool that the junk mail was usually kept on. So I walk up, call for my dog, and see him walk from behind the island to behind the dining room table set, knocking all the junk mail down as he did so. I huff and flip on the light, no dog. I freak out, scramble back across the house, and end up finding him in my parents' room. I regale the story the next day to my parents and younger sister, who often claim to see stuff in the house. My sister pipes up and goes oh, that's the tall black thing. Yeah, sometimes it likes to crawl around on all fours. Big nope. I was in alone in my college apartment as my roommate had just moved out. Her room was directly across from mine with the living room between us. I had cleaned out her room and then closed the door. I left my bedroom door open when I went to take a shower one night. My bathroom was connected to my bedroom. I also happened to leave the bathroom door open. While I was in the shower, I thought I heard a woman talking. I had never been able to hear my neighbors talking before, but figured they just happened to be talking in their bathroom which shared a wall or something. When I got out of the shower, I was surprised to see a black void when there should have been the bright white closed door of my old roommate's door reflecting in the moonlight. I figured I just forgot to close the door and went and closed it. The next night I once again went to take a shower and left my room and the bathroom door open. But this time I checked to make sure the other door was latched and the front door was double locked. When I came back out I once again saw the void with the door wide open. I slammed my door closed and locked that thing so fast. I convinced myself there was a logical explanation, so the next night I once again checked all of the doors and then closed my bedroom door. This time, I came out of the shower and my bedroom door was open along with the other door. I showered and slept with my bedroom door locked from that point on. I guess this took place over several nights home alone and I may not have even been alone. Still the creepiest thing that ever happened though. My brother, 12, and I, 14, were alone at home while our mom was away somewhere, probably away for work or SMTH. It was like 1am and it was raining like crazy. I was about to head to bed and I saw my brother had turned off his room's lights as well. I went to bed and fell asleep. My sleep was promptly interrupted by loud banging on glass. It was coming from our living room's glass door. I was scared a little but decided to check. I opened my door a tiny bit, my room was straight across from the living room's glass door, and take a peek through our almost pitch black living room toward the glass door and spot someone on the other side of the glass standing in the pouring rain. I couldn't really make out what that person looked like and I didn't really try to find out, as I immediately pulled myself backward to prevent him from seeing me. The banging didn't seem to stop and it was mind-numbingly loud, it really felt like the glass was about crack at any moment. I got on my knees and hands and tried to crouch toward my brother's room checking if he's okay. There were some chairs in the line of sight towards the floor so while crouching it would have been hard to spot me. I got to my brother's room and opened it. He was terrified sitting in his bed in the corner of the room. And just as I was about to grab the phone and call the police the banging stopped. I decided not to call because I am introverted AF and I honestly was just really tired so I went to sleep. To this day I do not know who that was. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. In grade nine, my best friend and I were having a sleepover at my house. My parents and younger brother were visiting family, so we were home alone. After it was dark outside, we started watching a movie. We were laying on separate couches, watching the TV that was situated next to a door frame that leads to the kitchen, bedrooms and basement. In a matter of seconds, I see a feminine figure standing in the doorway, facing me, and for some reason I instinctively said don't leave me. My friend laying on the other couch, also saw the figure and said to me don't worry, he'll go away in a second thinking it was my younger brother. The figure just faded away, kind of like mist, into the other room. We looked at each other and realized what had just happened, then quickly turned on all the lights and sat on the same couch. We're 28 now. Still have absolutely no idea who or what that was or why I said that, but I still think about it often. When I was little I remember as my dad was taking us to bed, I ran up first to sneak behind my bedroom door. The plan was to jump out and scare my brother before bed, as my bedroom was just opposite the bathroom and he had to walk past it to get to his room. However, behind the bedroom door was two strange men hiding. One had a beard and long hair the other I don't clearly remember, but think he was very skinny. The guy with long hair whispered to me to go away, so I calmly went away and slept with my dad. Mum was working nights and this wasn't uncommon for me so he never questioned it. I was rightly spooked, and didn't want to be on my own, but didn't tell told my dad what I saw as I was petrified inside straight up thought I'd been told off by some creepy ghosts. We were robbed that night. My brother also woke up that night to go to the bathroom and saw the downstairs light on from the staircase. At the time he thought it was our mother, and would normally if he got up early run down and see her. For some reason he didn't go downstairs that night and instead hopped in bed with me and our dad too. When my mum came home the downstairs was trashed and she was terrified something happened to us. She ran upstairs in a panic and found us all in bed safe and sound. Home insurance was able to salvage most of the losses, and we got a dog not long after that as a deterrent for thieves which growing up never had another issue again. So I guess not really unexplainable but strange scary story. It's me, my boyfriend and our four-year-old son. Our house has three rooms and a bathroom. The bedrooms and bathroom are on one side of the house and basically everything else is on the other side of the house. I'm kind of a paranoid person so I'm always honored about locking all the doors and windows before we go to sleep. This night I was fairly certain I locked everything up but to be honest I was tired so I'm not certain. My son has his own room where he always sleeps in. Very rarely does he sleep in our room with us, which is right next to his room. This night in particular he wasn't feeling well and woke up at about 1am and climbed into bed with us. I'm woken up by my boyfriend asking if my brother came over in the middle of the night. I'm like? What the hell? No. At this point it's like 6am and I'm so groggy I don't understand why he's asking me this. He asked me again but this time super sternly so I sit up and I'm like WTF? Why are you asking me that? Why would he come over while we're all asleep? He tells me he got up to use the bathroom and noticed the light on in the kitchen when we always turn it off. He goes to turn it off and realizes that our front door is wide open, the door leading to the laundry room is wide open 
The door from the laundry room to the back room is open and finally our back door is also wide open. There was loogies all over the laundry room floor too and like someone had just spit all over the floor. I know I was tired that night but I know for a fact all of those doors were closed when we went to bed. Nothing was taken either. It was the weirdest, creepiest thing ever. I am so thankful though that my son decided to climb into bed with me that night out of all other nights. We never found out who or why someone was in our house but someone definitely was and that is an eerie feeling. I was 17 years old when I was left alone from Thursday to Sunday with our family's dog, who was pretty small and starting to have trouble climbing stairs in his old age. I'd be working every morning while my parents were out of town. Came home from my shift on Friday and everything about the kitchen table was a mess. Napkins were taken out of the holder, all of the mail was thrown on the floor, salt and pepper shaker on the other side of the kitchen but together, and one of the chairs pulled far away from the table. Our dog's never done anything like this, and I'd be especially surprised if he was even capable of climbing on top of the table. I reset it all. Saturday, I come back to find the exact same configuration. Don't have the pictures anymore, but every detail was just as I found it the day before. Pretty much the entire night I'm convinced there's gonna be a ghost coming to get me and I sleep horribly and barely rest for work on Sunday. I leave for work and make sure the place was orderly when I left, because I knew my parents would be back before I was out of work. When I go on my lunch break I call my mom and ask about all of the details from the past two days, and she just goes yeah, why did you leave such a mess? She didn't get pictures so I can't verify how similar the mess was, but regardless I can't believe my old dog would have done that, for the details three consecutive days, and I don't even know if he was strong enough to move the chairs or climb on the table. Only time anything like this ever happened while I was left alone. My mom was at work, and my dad and I were playing video games in my room. He asked me to check the time, so I went to the bedroom door to poke my head out and look at the clock down the hall. I saw a person walk from our front door, through the dining slash kitchen area, and into the living room. I called out thinking it was my mom and she was home early for some reason. She was not. There was no one there. When my dad died. I was in my family home by myself and I kept hearing a small bell ringing. I'd lived there for years and never heard the bell before or since. I searched around the house and it was coming from my mum's bedroom. On the window ledge was a small porcelain bell but it didn't have the ringer inside. I went back downstairs and the ringing started again. I rang my mum at work and asked her if she knew where it could be coming from. She broke down crying and said years before I was born her and my dad had agreed to ring the bell if they ever died to let the other person know they were okay. I'm almost certain I never knew this story. I was home alone when this happened. I used to live in this super old, crappy house in the middle of the woods. There was a small clearing, with an average sized yard and the rest was thick woods. One night I was walking up to our gate to go inside and I seen a very tall figure looking in my bedroom window. My light was on, which was weird since I hadn't been in there, or turned it on, so I could see the figure with its face and hands pressed up against my window. Whatever or whoever it was must have heard me because they looked in my direction before booking it to the back of the yard, and presumably into the woods since there was nowhere else to go and the backyard area wasn't fenced in. I never slept in that room again. When I was a child, I had life-size, aka 3 feet tall, Power Ranger dolls. I usually kept them in my room stationed around my canopy bed to guard me at night. One day I was planning to take them all to preschool for show and tell, I was like 4 or 5. As I was preparing them to come downstairs with me, the red Power Ranger came to life and pushed me down the stairs. I only vaguely remember this incident, but when I brought it up recently at a family gathering, 
My mom said that it wasn't the first time I had mentioned the Red Power Ranger being lifelike, and that I had frequently been heard talking to people in that particular apartment. The incident of me being pushed down the stairs apparently frightened my parents so much that they took me away and we stayed with my grandmother until my parents could find a new apartment to live in. Needless to say, the Power Rangers did not move with us. I was home alone while living in a basement apartment. Extended family members owned the home and lived upstairs. I never shut the bathroom door because, well, no one is down there but me and it's a tiny space so why bother? I was about to take a shower when I heard my phone ringing in the bedroom. I went to pick up the phone, walked back toward the bathroom and realized the door was closed. Hmm. I even said on the phone, there must have been a draft that came in because my bathroom door just closed on itself, I said I needed to jump in the shower and hung up. I tried opening the door, it was locked. What the F? Somehow the door closed on itself and locked? Weird. I looked around and realized there were no windows open. I frantically started to try and unlock the door, when I felt the door knob unlocking and twisting from the other side. The door opens, and it's a complete stranger who looks just as shocked to see me as I am to see him. We are both wide-eyed. I'm looking for words but nothing comes out of my mouth from the shock. He just says, I'm sorry. And runs out the side door, my main entrance. That door is quirky and can be pushed open even if it's locked if not closed properly. To this day, I still don't know who that man was or how he ended up in my bathroom in a matter of seconds. My husband works a weird schedule where he has to be at work at 3 a.m. I wake him up at 2 a.m., get his lunch together, and then I go back to bed until my alarm at 5 a.m. I don't always go back to sleep right away because he is wandering around showering and getting dressed and making obscene amounts of noise. He usually leaves right around 2.50 a.m., then I'm good to go back to sleep. Anyway, about a month ago, I woke back up at 4.30ish on a Friday morning. I swore I heard someone knocking. We have doorbell cameras at both doors, so I checked my phone. Nothing. The kids were in bed with me and the dog was still sound asleep, so I knew it wasn't them. I decided it must have been a dream but it freaked me out enough that I didn't go back to sleep. He was home for the next two nights, no knocking. I didn't think anything about it early Monday morning? Same time, same place. Check the cameras? Nothing there. Kids and dog all snoring. Repeat for three more days. I became more and more convinced that someone was messing with me but I couldn't figure out why. If someone was really watching the house, they would know that I was alone after 3 a.m. with the kids. It's easy enough to break in ground level windows all around and our doors aren't anything special. No reason to expend all this effort trying to get me up and out of bed to open the door. My irritability was growing as my sleep deprivation increased. I was having a harder and harder time sleeping after 3 a.m. because I was anticipating the knocking. I was mostly just kind of hanging out in bed and waiting. Finally, I decided to just stay awake and catch the person in the act. I set myself up in the living room and iced coffee, TV on, phone in hand, fully upright so I wouldn't fall asleep. Nothing happened. No more knocking. Just an idiot sitting on the couch for two hours, losing more sleep. My sister and I were home alone and we heard someone big running up the stairs. The stairs make lots of noise with slight pressure so when there's someone big on them you can tell. I went out of my room to check but saw no one anywhere and my sister also came out of her room and she asked if that was me I said no and we both looked around to see if there was anyone but found no one in the whole house. We were confused and called our parents and just waited until they got back. I was alone in the bathroom when this happened. My school bathrooms had really loud heavy doors. 
The door to the bathroom and the stall doors were so creaky there was no way you wouldn't hear someone coming in or leaving. One day my friend group was on the benches near the washroom so at some point during lunch I go to use it. I was in one of three stalls probably browsing my phone or pooping when I hear someone come in crying and shut herself in the stall furthest from me. I was one end of the wall she was the other so I couldn't see her feet from my stall. I asked if she was okay but didn't get a response she just kept crying. I finished my toilet business and left my stall to go knock on her stall door and see if she was okay. The bathroom was empty. The stall doors were all open and I didn't hear anyone leave either the stall or the bathroom exit. I even walked into the stall I thought she was in and checked. Honestly when this happened I thought I just wasn't paying attention and didn't hear the girl leave. But then about a week or two later it happened again in the same bathroom. My friends knew I didn't believe in ghosts but when I told them they could all tell I wasn't joking. One night I had forgotten to lock my apartment door and woke up in the middle of the night. My bedroom door was about two feet from my front door, as you walked into the apartment. First a big dog ran by, then a person. Holy yes I was so scared and I screeched who is it? A man said it's Doug. As I was thinking to myself, who the F is Doug, he said oh damn. He turned around to go back out the front door saying sorry. I asked didn't you have a dog with you? He said oh, yeah. Hey, come on. He left, his dog ran out after him and I locked my front door. I was awake by myself one Saturday morning in the 80s when I was around 7 or so. I believe my mom was the only one home because my dad went to the lake to go fishing that weekend and I'm not sure where my older brothers were, maybe they went with him, I don't know. Anyways, my mom's sleeping in, and I'm in the living room by myself, watching Saturday morning cartoons and making a fort out of sheets and cushions. Something made me turn around and I saw my dad in his pajamas standing in the hallway entrance with his hands on his hips, looking the mess I was making and shaking his head. He then turned around and walked into my room, which was just off the hallway entrance. Dude. I didn't even look, I just booked it to my parents' room and woke my mom up. I don't remember what happened after that, this was around 35 years ago. And yes, my dad was fine, nothing had happened to him. Okay, I was living in this house a few years back that was notoriously weird. One night I was sleeping when I felt something touch me. Thought it was my brother because we shared a room. It was not. He was at his girlfriend's mom's place. In the room alone. Feel a hand on my back again, then a sharp pain. Unexplained scratch down my back. There was nothing on my bed and it was a memory foam mattress with a pillow top underneath with no springs. Even if there were springs I sleep on my stomach. So obviously I sit up like what the hell. And I see this mass. Like three foot mass run from the bedside out the door which opened more than it was, and into the living room where I never saw it again. I, having been already mentally messed over by physical abuse and general just depression, had single-handedly the worst panic attack I have ever had. I was at home by myself on a call with some friends when all of a sudden my dog begins to bark like crazy, which was odd since it was the middle of the night and he's usually asleep. I go downstairs to check on him and find him barking at our hall closet, terrified I grabbed my bat that I keep in my room just in case and open the door. There was nothing out of usual at first and then I look down and notice a familiar looking object at the bottom of the closet. It was my mom's necklace she had lost when I was 9, I'm 15 now just to put in perspective how long it's been. I showed it to my mom at breakfast and she was just as shocked as I was. I still have no clue how it got there or how my dog knew it was in there, definitely one of the oddest occurrences of my life.
I was alone in my apartment with my big sweet dog and I was sitting on the floor between the couch and coffee table. I suddenly get this overwhelming sense of doom and a feeling I am not alone. A second later my dog starts growling at a spot a few feet away. Nothing there of course. The feeling is getting more intense by this time and then my dog literally just throws her body over mine and won't move and is still barking and growling. After a few minutes the air seems to lighten and she gets off if me. I have had her 11 years and that has only happened one time. She is a sweet, quiet and smart dog who, when we lived in an apartment complex, only barked at footsteps of people who didn't live there. I guess she learned the familiar sounds. Apparently she even recognized how my car sounded compared to others, cause so said she would get excited only when my car pulled up. I trusted her instinct and still do. We don't deserve dogs, they are so amazing. Not home alone, but upstairs alone. I saw a doppelganger of my mom a few years back, and I think she heard mine. I was sitting in my bed, and looked up when I heard her coming up the stairs. She walked by my door, looking straight at me with no expression and walked into her room and closed the door. I'd said hi as she walked but figured whatever, she didn't hear me or maybe she was getting something from her room. Then, about five seconds later, she yells up the stairs from downstairs and says did you call me? And I am not ashamed to say I freaked the F out. She came upstairs, looked down the hall and said did you close my door? I didn't, and neither did she. She never closed that door because one of our cats primarily lived in her bedroom and so she always kept the door open so the cat could come and go as she pleased. And it wasn't just closed as if the wind had shut it, it was fully closed and the windows were shut. Ma said she had very clearly heard me yell hey mom, come here from upstairs. I had done no such thing. I'm never entirely sure what I believe and what I don't, but I was totally sober, not tired and it wasn't some movement out of the corner of the eye thing. I was home alone in a haunted house. One time me and my family had come home from being out. Family stayed outside to clean up a bunch of toys and bikes we had left out in the front yard. I went into the house to pee, as I'm peeing I can hear someone like sloshing their hands back and forth in the big box of Legos my little brother had in his room. I finish up and I'm like aren't you supposed to be outside helping everyone clean and as I turn into his room I see the box of Legos in the corner with the lid on, no one there, still making the sloshing sound. Ran out of there as fast as I could. A few years ago I was home alone in a two-bedroom apartment with my kids, who were 8 and 10 at the time. My kids slept in a bunk bed, and when we first moved in they would fight over who got the top bunk, and my youngest usually won. Their room had a sliding glass door that led to our balcony, which overlooked some woods. They had thick blinds that were always closed at night, and nobody else shared the balcony with us. We also lived in a very safe nice part of town with nice older neighbors. One night, I tuck my kids in for the night, read them a few stories, and they're falling asleep. I kiss them goodnight on their noggins and go to bed myself in the room right next to theirs. About an hour later, my youngest screams bloody murder and I hear a crash in their room. I jump up running into their room, thinking youngest must have somehow wiggled his way out of the top bunk. Sure enough he's on the ground, head down and still screaming. I try to calm him down and ask if he's okay, thinking we definitely need to go to the ER. He looks up at me, grabs onto me and screams for me to take him out of there, so I go to the bathroom, which is right across the hall, and turn on all the lights to check him for injuries. Long story short, he's fine. Turns out he jumped from the top bunk and landed fine. I ask him why in the world he did that, and he finally blurts out to get away from the lady on the ceiling with the backwards head. My oldest was woken up by this point and was super annoyed at little bro, and told him there was nothing to be afraid of. I finally calm him down, 
But from that night forward he absolutely refused to sleep in that room and insisted on going to bed with me, which I was okay with, but I did try to talk him into sleeping in his own comfy bed. Older bro even offered to let him take the bottom bunk permanently, but he wouldn't budge. A month goes by, and my eldest still sleeps on the top bunk. One night, he wakes us up by jumping off the top bunk and rushing into my bedroom and jumping in the bed with me and little bro. I ask him what's up, and he refuses to talk about it. I figure he must have watched a scary video or something that he shouldn't have at his cousin's house earlier, and just pat him on the back and tell him everything is okay and he's safe with me. So, all three of us guys are sleeping in my bed every night, and I try my best to get them to go back to bed in their bunks, and even go so far as to buy them cool tents that go over the tops of their beds with flashlights and comics. They love them and spend their time in there, but only while it's still light outside. I even buy them two pet mice with a nice big cage, thinking that having other living creatures in the room with them would be comforting. They love animals, but it doesn't work. My oldest finally tells me he saw a shadow crawling on the ceiling that looked like a woman with long black hair. He said that he was woken up by a flashing white light and thought his brother was turning his flashlight on and off and on again. But when he looked closer it was coming from the closet, and he saw the black figure crawling on the ceiling and noped out of there. I was like, great, two kids who are scared of a monster in the closet. I talked to other parents and my ex, and we all tried to reassure them that they were safe, and there's no such thing as monsters. My ex and I were about to take them to a therapist. We were concerned there might be something more going on with them. Well, a few nights later, on a Friday night slash Saturday morning around 3 a.m., the boys are asleep in my bed, oldest in the middle, youngest on the far left next to my bedroom window, and I was on the far right, facing the open bedroom door. Normally we would close the bedroom door, but we had just had an epic Nerf gun fight before going to bed, and all the doors were open. It was a great night. Anyway, I'm laying in bed snoring when I suddenly wake up. I open my eyes, and as they're trying to focus, I notice a white, flashing light reflecting on the wall outside my bedroom. I think it must be one of their flashlights losing its battery power or something and debate on whether I really want to get out of bed and turn it off, or just roll over and ignore it when I see the source of the light is slowly moving down the hall, getting closer to my bedroom door. I immediately thought intruder and quietly got out of bed and crept towards the doorway, trying to see what was going on. I peek out into the hallway and the light is flashing close to the ground from my kid's room. I don't hear footsteps, nothing. I look in their room, and the light stops. I'm freaked out so I flip on the light switch and see nothing. Mice are chilling, nothing out of place, and I went over their entire floor looking for the source of that light and found nothing. We ended up moving out a couple of months later, and the boys got separate bedrooms and weren't afraid anymore. My oldest is 15 now, and I told him this story back in January and he turned white as a ghost, went silent and just stared at me. I was like, what's the matter, kid? He looked me dead in the eyes and said, you're lucky you didn't. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Look up. I live alone, but I have two big dogs to protect me so I'm not really worried, however this night I got woken up at 2am with my dogs growling, then all hell was slept loose as they both began to bark and snarl at the window. I looked at the window and to my horror a person is trying to climb inside. Then as my sleep deprived brain tried to sort things out I realized it was my upstairs neighbor who suffers with dementia. My dogs too realized who it was and stopped trying to eat her. I got to my wheelchair and started asking to go back home. She told me she couldn't, that there was a man coming to hurt her. I tried persuading her that the man wouldn't know where she lived at all and she was safe. She still continued to try and climb through my window, pulling down my curtains and coming very close to pulling off the window frame. I told her she could come in through the front door which wasn't really the safest thing for me to do but I really didn't want her to fall and hit her head on the wall. But she wouldn't stop trying to climb through the window. After a while of trying to calm her she suddenly turned around and walked away, I'm in a wheelchair and there is no way I could have caught up to her. I went out, it was freezing mist outside and she had a nightgown on, but I had no idea in which direction she had turned. I called the ambulance and told them elderly lady with dementia had just walked off in the middle of the night. While waiting for them I tried knocking on my neighbor's door, to see if they had any contact numbers for her family, no one answered the door to me. Anyway after an hour of waiting I called the police to see if she had been found, nope she's not even being looked for. So I reported her missing again and waited, after a while of a whole lot of nothing I called them again. They didn't have notice of my call, so they weren't looking for her still. I finally got through to a sergeant who took it really seriously and in 5 minutes I finally had police cars coming and looking for her. I was finally able to relax knowing it's in someone else's hands finally and tried sleeping on the sofa. Since I have no curtains to my bedroom now, the family knocked on my door in a few hours and let me know that the neighbor was safe and thanked me for trying to make sure she was okay. I'm going to be honest, I was a mess I was crying just so relieved she hadn't wandered off onto one of the fields and died. That was one of the most stressful nights ever, the neighbor moved out into a care home not long after so I'm a bit safer from someone trying to climb through my window at night now. My husband recently took an overnight's job to help us out during pandemic. He's only been there about two weeks and works evenings slash overnights, 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. Last night was no different, he left home around 8.15 p.m. Our daughter, age 11, and I were home alone. We decided to make it a movie night. Around 11 p.m., I heard keys in my back door and the usual sounds my husband makes when he comes home. I creep out to the kitchen to make sure it was him, and it was. He told me he needed to grab his knee compression sleeve, walks down the hall, says hi to our daughter as he passes the living room, and goes upstairs. He came back down, gave me a kiss and left again. We finished our movie and went to bed. In the morning when he got home I made a joking comment about him forgetting his knee sleeve. He was genuinely confused as I recalled the previous night. Our daughter confirmed everything I said and he still was acting confused. I pulled up our security motion camera on my phone to show him when he popped in quick. 
but there was no footage from the night before, or any other night, of him coming home after he's left for work. My daughter and I both heard him, saw him, and I touched him. But he was never home during that time. Nothing else out of the ordinary happened that night. We seriously have no idea what happened. When I was younger, maybe around 11, in 2003, I lived with my mother and sister in a three-bedroom house. My parents had recently divorced. One night, I heard a muffled, foreign-sounding voice booming from the hallway. It sounded like it was giving a speech. I froze, scared to death and went back to sleep. In the morning at the breakfast table, I told my mom what had happened. She froze and said, you heard him too? Apparently, two weeks prior she was vacuuming and heard a voice speaking in a foreign voice coming from upstairs. Stressed from the divorce, she chalked it up to stress and ignored it and continued to vacuum. Shortly after, one night, my sister flew down the stairs screaming and crying. I found out the next morning that the voice woke her up and was coming from the corner of her room. She assumed it was her computer but her computer was shut off. Neither my mother nor I had told my sister what we had heard so this turned out to be the third, isolated instance. To this day, we have absolutely no idea who or where the voice was coming from. One of my first nights in my new house I thought I heard a door opening while I was reading in bed. So I very loudly got up, turned on the main light, smacked the wall a few times, to make sure I was hurt, grabbed my handy dandy beaten stick, which I have literally never used, and headed out into the living room. Kitty was staring at the front door, and I discovered it was unlocked, which is not normal. When I looked out the peephole I saw two dudes staring at the house. I stuck my head into the window near the door and waved at them. They immediately got into their separate cars and drove off. I was a lone female living with my cat. Friends stayed over the next few nights and we added some more locks. I used to live in a very old triple-decker in Dorchester, Massachusetts, and I'm convinced that someone died there at some point by having a heart attack and falling down the stairs. I know that's very specific, but a lot of weird things happened on those stairs and I had a disturbing recurring dream while I lived there of standing on the stairs, having a horrible chest pain, then falling, and that's when I woke up, just before hitting the floor. I would hear voices out in the stairwell right before I opened the door, and they would abruptly stop as soon as I opened the door. I was also followed around the house by a small dark figure, but I couldn't tell if it was a child or something else. I would feel and hear it walk around behind me, and I'd see it peeking around door frames and corners. It didn't feel threatening, just curious. The weirdest experience happened when my boyfriend was with me, though, and if there hadn't been a witness I don't think anyone would have believed me. We both saw a large, dark figure quickly back away from my boyfriend as he approached the third floor landing, I was on the second floor. The figure had been watching us from the railing, then backed into the far corner when my boyfriend went up the steps. He almost fell backwards in surprise, and we both screamed holy s and sprinted into the apartment. I never saw the large figure again, but I always felt like I was being watched in that house. I asked the landlord when I was moving out whether anyone had ever died in the house, and he just looked at me with wide eyes and said no then dropped the subject. So, that's a yes. This is my home alone story. Just as a little background, I was about 12. My parents were on some trip at the time with my sister, and my youngest sibling was spending the night with my aunt. I was asleep when I woke up at about 3 a.m. to the sound of a loud bang in the kitchen. We had two cats, so I thought it was the chunkier of the two jumping down from the counter. That was, until I rolled over anyways, seeing both the cats cuddled up on my bed. I, being the kind of person who would die first in a horror movie, got out of bed. 
As I got to the door one of the lights in the hallway turned on, I brushed it off thinking my youngest sibling had come home in the middle of the night from my aunts, which wasn't uncommon when they stayed over there. When I got to the hall though, the bathroom door was wide open. I peeked into my sibling's room and didn't see them. I thought that maybe I was just seeing things, that maybe the light had been on the whole time. So deciding to investigate the noise I crept downstairs, doing the careful step over that one creaky stair I'm pretty sure everyone had. When I got downstairs all the lights were on, which was strange, because I know I had turned them off, mom had been snapping at us kids about it recently. I slowly walked through the living room, then dining room, then kitchen, until I was back in the hallway, making sure no one was there and turning off the lights. When I glanced down the hall I noticed the basement door was closed, which was strange because the litter box was down there so it stayed open. I opened the door to see all the basement lights were on. This made me really uneasy because I know for a fact I didn't turn those on. I never went in the basement when I was home alone, I hated it down there for a number of reasons, that's a story for another time. So I did what any logical idiot would do and grabbed a chef's knife from the kitchen before going downstairs to investigate. I walked around the basement and no one was there, so again I turned the lights off and left, heading back upstairs. Just as I started to walk down the first floor hall to go back to bed I heard what sounded like a little girl's voice say my name. I froze, and honestly probably peed a little. It was loud and clear, yet still somehow sounded far away. I noped the hell out of there, ran up to my room, put the knife on my nightstand and hid under the covers. I stayed awake listening, and eventually scrambled to find my phone and text my parents asking when they'd be back. They didn't answer, probably because it was the butt crack of dawn, and stayed hiding under the covers, clinging to my phone and trying my hardest to stay awake. Eventually I fell asleep, and was woken up after a while by my mom, asking if I was okay and that my text had scared her and my dad. I said I was just tired and she left. I've tried really hard to reason this with myself but I can't. I honestly don't really think about if I can avoid it but it's one of those things that replays in my head when I can't sleep. This obviously happened when I was home alone. Maybe not super scary compared to a few of these stories, but unsettling. I live alone with my cat. Every night when he leaves my room, I shut my door, make sure it latches, cause he will push against it making noise, and so I always stuff a shirt under the door so my cat doesn't bounce it in the morning. I got to sleep around midnight one night, and I wake up around 3am needing to turn over. I noticed that, not only is my bedroom door now open, but also the shirt wedging it closed from the bottom was tossed aside. If it had been my cat just figuring out how to open the door, that wedged shirt would have definitely prevented the door from opening, especially from a cat and Hess literally never tried before. I have no explanation for this and I get the super goosebumps thinking about it. A couple years ago I was up late watching a movie one night. I'm talking like 1am here. It was like June or July maybe. There's a knock on my door. Scared the hell out of me. I flick on my porch light and look out the window. There's some dude just standing there. Just some regular looking guy in a gray hoodie. I live in a small town with an almost non-existent crime rate, so I don't think too much about it but I'm still cautious because this still weird. I live literally right next door to our local sheriff's department. At first I'm thinking it might just be somebody needing help, in which case I could direct him to the station super easily. I decide to crack open the door to see what's going on. The television and light in my living room are both on, the guy can clearly see that someone is home and awake. Probably why he knocked on my door. The guy tells me he's going door to door, asking for donations to replace Christmas gifts that were lost in a house fire earlier that day. Reminder, this was in the middle of summer, in the middle of the night. Not even close to Christmas. The guy didn't look or sound high or drunk or anything, 
and his clothes were pretty clean from what I could see so I don't think he was homeless either. The way he was acting and talking, he seemed perfectly lucid and with it. It was just what he said to me that was super weird. I tell the guy I can't help him, he thanks me anyway and walks away. I immediately called the police. Told the person I spoke to exactly what had happened, just in case this guy was up to something sketchy. This is where it gets a little creepy, well, creepier. Before I can tell him my address, the dispatcher asks me if I live in a certain area that's actually about a 15 minute drive away from where I am. I tell him no, I'm just right next door to them. I asked him why he asked. He says that not 5 minutes before I called, he received another call from someone in the aforementioned area, reporting the exact same thing I had just called in about. The description of the guy sounded almost identical to the guy who came to my door. The dispatcher said there were no fires reported that day. I never saw the guy again and never heard any more about it. In my childhood home my room was next a small step of wooden stairs that led to front door. Like six steps and maybe three feet above the ground kinda strange like balcony before front door. But okay so something like that. I was not getting any sleep I was like 13 to 14 and literally had just gotten rid of my night light, I was so scared of dark for long time, and it was winter and very very dark without the light. It might have been 11pm to 2am I don't know I only had an old Nokia phone so even though I wasn't feeling like falling asleep I couldn't do anything, lights were off so I couldn't read and I was tired. Then I heard steps up the wooden stairs. Heavy, adult steps. I didn't move a muscle or breathe. I know it was late and so so dark I could not see my nose. I waited. Silence. That went forever. I guess I fell asleep at some point. There were zero sounds except my heartbeat. The morning comes and I have forgotten but after breakfast I remembered and guys I swear I almost pissed myself when I went and opened the door to the stairs. Okay so it was winter right? Yeah. Snow. You know footprints? Yeah there were one path of footprints on the stairs that showed that someone had gone up the stairs the night before but not the same way down. I remember panicking a little and then pushing it into the back of my mind. Later I've been creeped the F out because someone just came up our stairs and was there silently for how long? And after that jumped off? WTF? It's been 10 years I'm still getting weird feeling. I was so scared that night. I was staying at my parents' house in my old room during my first year of college. I had taken my bed to my new place so I was sleeping on a folding trundle bed with my old nightstand and alarm clock. The ceiling fan had a light that hadn't worked in years. I was drifting off to sleep when I starting to feel this sinking feeling like I was descending. I just thought that it was a nice sensation to be literally falling into sleep. Moments later the whole bed stand collapses, I hit the floor, the broken light starts flickering on and off, and the old clock's alarm triggers. I got up shaking and turned everything off. And then walked into my parents' room, who were still awake with the light on like a terrified boy. That light kept on working after that, as it probably had a wire loose that was reconnected from me hitting the ground. Also, Alarm clock likely hadn't been plugged in for a while and the alarm would have been reset. The bed was a piece of trash and I'm not surprised it collapsed. It's all explainable, but those three things happening together scared the hell out of me that night. I was home alone, taking care of my parents' house in the woods of Colorado. I woke up in the middle of the night to this black figure standing over me making a gurgling noise, not loud, it sounded like it was far away. But the figure was inches away from me. I'm not a stranger to sleep paralysis, the demon in the corner type thing, but this was different. I couldn't move which carried over but I was trying, it felt like I was tied down. My vision started to go red, almost like when you're injured in a video game. 
That blood effect that moves in from the edges. All of the sudden the figure fell on me. I could feel the weight pressing down on my chest, I couldn't breathe I could feel my blood struggle to escape underneath it. Then it rolled off of my onto the other side of the bed and started laughing. Quietly, like it had just remembered an inside joke. But it was laughing in mock versions of other people's laughs, my mom's, my dad's, a few of my friends. It started to distort, it became the silhouette of my mom five years earlier, the laugh became a touch clearer, closer to hers. Then its hand slid over in the bed, very slowly, like it was nervous to touch me. It grabbed my hand and held on, fingers interlaced, it felt like solid fog, and it rolled like there was something liquid moving in waves underneath the surface. It kept holding on and kept laughing. Eventually the red in my vision faded into full black and I woke up almost a full 20 hours later. My body ached, it felt like my spine had been taken out and replaced. Moving was a chore, I had to relearn how to do all the simple things over the next hour or two until it all crashed back into me. I try not to remember it too much, in case it comes back. I was taking care of my parents' house in the woods of Colorado. I woke up in the middle of the night to this black figure standing over me making a gurgling noise, not loud, it sounded like it was far away. But the figure was inches away from me. I'm not a stranger to sleep paralysis, the demon in the corner type thing, but this was different. I couldn't move which carried over but I was trying, it felt like I was tied down. My vision started to go red, almost like when you're injured in a video game. That blood effect that moves in from the edges. All of the sudden the figure fell on me. I could feel the weight pressing down on my chest, I couldn't breathe I could feel my blood struggle to escape underneath it. Then it rolled off of my onto the other side of the bed and started laughing. Quietly, like it had just remembered an inside joke. But it was laughing in mock versions of other people's laughs, my mom's, my dad's, a few of my friends. It started to distort, it became the silhouette of my mom five years earlier, the laugh became a touch clearer, closer to hers. Then its hand slid over in the bed, very slowly, like it was nervous to touch me. It grabbed my hand and held on, fingers interlaced, it felt like solid fog, and it rolled like there was something liquid moving in waves underneath the surface. It kept holding on and kept laughing. Eventually the red in my vision faded into full black and I woke up almost a full 20 hours later. My body ached, it felt like my spine had been taken out and replaced. Moving was a chore, I had to relearn how to do all the simple things over the next hour or two until it all crashed back into me. I try not to remember it too much, in case it comes back. This was about 10 years ago when I was in my early teen years. Two girlfriends and I were going to watch another one of our friends sing at a local restaurant. We did not have a ride so we decided to walk. It was about 8 to 9 PM. We decided to take a shortcut which led us through a ditch that ran through the back of people's houses. The ground was a bit elevated so as we walked, it was easy for us to see people's backyards. We came across one particular backyard. Right above this house's backyard fence, there was a mysterious round black thing. We couldn't quite figure out what it was from a distance. So, my friends and I agreed I should get closer. I reach out with my hand and just as I was about to touch it, it turns and looks me dead in the eye. Turns out this mysterious black thing was the back of someone's head. Not just someone though. The only thing I can describe it as was a dead woman with no face. Her face was pale as paper and I couldn't distinguish her eyes or any facial figures. We ran as fast as we could. It didn't make any sense as to why an actual person would be standing there and we didn't know anyone that lived at the place who could potentially be pranking us. Fast forward to about two years ago, I am reading a scary story on Reddit. Well. It just so happens that the person who wrote the story went through a pretty similar thing and it was in the exact same ditch, same city, same entity. 
I couldn't believe it. I still cannot comprehend how any of this was possible. I was home alone for a bit and someone knocked on my front door. I went to go check who it was, I was confused because I wasn't expecting anyone, and then nobody was there so I shut the door and locked it. I turned around and saw these two people with a ladder in my backyard attempting to go through the door to my porch. Thank God I was able to see them through the glass sliding door in my living room or else they might have actually entered my house. I was so scared oh my god, anyways these people saw me looking at them and they left. In not even 10 minutes a cop car showed up outside of my house on the street and was with these two people. To this day I have no idea what this was because the cop didn't talk to me but yeah gave me trauma.